Hey, bros. Hey, hey buddy. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome back to episode two of Three Bros and a Buddy. I'm Paul Hine, your host, here with my co-hosts, Braden Karen, Ben Karen, and Drew Hamilton. Um, do you guys have anything you want to talk about before we start? Yeah. So, to start today's episode, I uh, handcrafted a personal gift for, for Mr. Paul Hine over here. Oh, God. It's really nice. Really thoughtful. I was here for Nah. <laughs> nah. Show the camera. 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 I made you a this? Show the damn bowling It looks like a damn bowling pin. Well, you obviously look like a bowling pin. Something's bowling. I don't know. Show the camera. I showed the camera right now. Show the camera. No. Yes. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. It, it's you can't really tell from the camera, but that is Paul. That it's is, a self replica. <laughs> but I, we don't know what really, happened. I, I don't know what. <laughs> it looks like a bowling pin. If we outline it with some sharpie, we could make it good. <laughs> but that's that's your gift. Or put it through. It. <laughs> yeah. it's Merry Christmas. All right. Stuff. All right. <laughs> I guess. Thank Honestly, you guys. Yeah, you can use it as a. Pole. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> into, into sports talk. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about today is the NBA All Star Game. Uh, so Team uh, Giannis beats Team LeBron. Wait, wait, wait! Team what did you what? say? Team Giannis. Sorry. <laughs> team Giannis. That, team Giannis. That flustered me. Team Giannis beats Team LeBron, one eighty four to one seventy five. Jason Tatum led all scorers with uh, fifty five, breaking the scoring in an All Star Game record. And he won the MVP. His stat line was 55 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, shooting 22 of 31 from the field. And he broke the All-Star Game single quarter record with 27 in the third. Um, do you guys have any thoughts about Tatum before we move on to like the main part of the All-Star Game? I just think um, my thought would be, yes, he won the All-Star Game MVP, but that doesn't mean he's a regular season MVP with like leading the so MVP. he isn't in the conversation he is in the conversation but he's not leading it and i know there's some people that are like oh he broke the all-time scoring record all-star game that doesn't i don't think it that adds to his trend no it doesn't yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't not that it's, all-star game is nothing it's pretty insignificant it was a joke it's pretty insignificant. No, it, it doesn't add to it it's pretty they're knocking on that that's crazy sorry no, folks that's crazy sorry folks um <laughs> we have uh <laughs> we, got, we, got like, friends, we got friends in the room over so we don't um, Jason, uh, wait, where was I? Oh, yeah, let's talk about the Nuggets coach. Um, so, Denver Nuggets coach Mike Malone dubbed this All-Star game as the worst basketball game ever played. Um, and he is the coach of the number one seed in the West with a five-game lead over the second seed with a record of 41-18. and 18. Why was that information relevant at all? So, I don't know. Why was that? Okay. Why was the, we already established he was the coach of the Nuggets. Why was that relevant to say they were in first place? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm reading off the document that we have. That's, okay. Go off that. But um, do you guys think this was? Do you agree or disagree with his assessment that it was the worst basketball game ever? I played? say we each take a turn, say our opinion on it. All right. You want to go first? You um. Yeah. So basically, you know, the All Star game is supposed to be fun or whatever, but I think, sorry for swearing, but I think it was a bunch of bullshit. Like. You got people out there just, like, I get you don't want to get hurt or whatever, but, like, you play absolutely no defense. It's literally layup lines. Like, you just dribble up the court and you pull up for three or you go do a dunk, and it's like, congratulations, bro. Like, yeah, I mean. That we, doesn't mean anything. We were sitting on the couch watching the highlights today. And, and we were I, just laughing about it, like, I how crazy it is. I thought, like, like, 
What? I literally thought to myself, like, the biggest problem is there's no real defense. And if you watch it, guys will just let the person the ball go past them and score. Maybe because they don't want to get hurt. But That's this, what it is. But, like, but this makes it literally the least competitive All-Star game of any, any sport. sport. This was – it had the lowest viewership, right, for, since, like, 20 – like, 2000. No, no. This was the lowest rated – Ever. This was the lowest rated NBA All-Star game of all time. Oh, I thought it was since 2000. It was, it was record low. Yeah. Yeah, and the viewership uh, ratings declined 29% and, and that's viewership a, honestly, 27% honestly, from well last year. Honestly, it's well-deserved. Which means they lost over a quarter of the people that were watching last year, which is crazy. And I at mean, the like, same time, too, like, I get it. Like, these are the best players in the league. No, well, not all. Like, some guys get snubbed or whatever. But, like... We're seeing the same dudes every single year just doing the same thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's getting a little boring. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, I don't know if, like, you can really quantify it and say it's the worst basketball game of all time. Um, it's always been bad. I don't know why there was such a big discussion around it this year. It's just always been like this. They just never play defense. It's been since okay. the 80s, 90s that... They played any semblance of defense, really. Anyways, yeah, I was, I was and a few gonna... years ago when they changed the format, uh, Sorry. they changed the format. It used to be East West, and now it's the top two guys get to pick their teams and stuff. And then they changed the way they did the scoring and stuff like that. And it became more competitive because they actually cared a little bit. And then now it's just it's back to what it was. So yeah. it's 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 something you can't really fix. And again, it's a thing like the NFL and like the NHL. It's, these guys don't want to get hurt. It's in the it's in the middle of the season for the NBA guys, so it's like, who cares? It's like, I mean, it's an All Star game. Nobody nobody really cares. Do you think like moving All Star games like that to the end of the season? Not even like would even it'd have to be like, after like season. after the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it would because the NFL it doesn't. I, work that's either. what I'm saying. Like the I, NFL like, doesn't work. Like after the finals, basketball is like that's it. Yeah, and then they're just gonna be like, "Oh, like we're how to have an all star." What if there was some incentive like there is in baseball? You know how like, you know, the winning side has that's gone home field advantage. That's gone now. That's been gone. Okay, yeah, but they used to have it, right? What if you put some incentive like that in the NBA All Star Game, and said like, you know, this team is gonna have four out of the seven games in the finals at home. I also don't like that because wait, if, if you're a, a one seed and you grind the whole year and you yeah, win wait, 66 you games it. and you lose 16 and you play a, a team that wins, let's say, is a four seed and maybe wins 47, they shouldn't get to host four games. They shouldn't ho- get to host a game that's, seven. You earned home, home I, guess that's true. I guess that's true. I never but liked it with the MLB do you think? Do you think that would incentivize the players? Can he finish? I thought no, it's fine. It's fine. I thought you were done. I'm Sorry. done. It's okay. Okay. I was going to ask, do you think that would incentivize the players to play harder? No. No, no, no I don't think no, they I would. Think. I think they would They would probably push against it very heavily, especially the top guys, guys who are consistently at the top of the standings, yes. teams like that. I mean, look at Denver, for example. Denver's playing every game like it's, like it's a game seven, and I applaud them. They're playing really well this year. Uh, they're working really hard to get home court because it's just a huge advantage. And now imagine if, the, if you had the East and West playing an All-Star game and the East won – and let's say, oh, I don't know, somehow the Cavs as a four seed won it, and they were playing Denver in the finals. The Cavs would get to host game one and game seven if it went there. That doesn't seem fair. That's crazy. That doesn't yeah, seem fair that's at all. Fair. I suppose when you explain it like that, that makes sense. But there has to be some way to... Just get rid of it. How about that? <laughs> there has to be Mark some Henry. way to incentivize them to at least play defense because people aren't watching because it's not competitive, right? You look at some of the other All-Star games, like... 
The NHL All-Star Game is pretty competitive, and the MLB All-Star Game But they is, don't play defense either. The yeah. MLB All-Star Game is certainly competitive. That's the best All-Star Game, I'd say. <clears throat> the NFL Pro Bowl but it's like, it, the thing is, like, is you, almost now you can't like, not try in the MLB All-Star Game. Like, yeah. Because it's pitching and hitting. Like You can't just go yeah. out there and just like barely try to swing or barely try to pitch. It's like, what? But yeah. Like basketball, you just don't play defense. Like, yeah, but you know that that kind of defeats the whole point of an All Star Game altogether. Because it's supposed it? to show off the best of the best. Yeah, the because best. an All Star Game is supposed to be the best of the best, and you're supposed to, you know, get excited because you want to see guys that don't usually play each other match up against each other, and, or people that don't typically play together. Right. You know. Right. Team up. But when no one plays defense, it doesn't even matter because no one's competing against each other. They're just letting people score. Exactly. So, like, that's the biggest flaw with the NBA All-Star Game as it is. So, how do you guys think they could make it better? And how do you think, like, how do you think you could make it more interesting to fans and bring back some of the revenue that they've lost? Like, from Dude, at this point, at this point, bro, I don't know. The only way would to be make it more competitive. But, like, I just don't see the guys actually playing the game doing that. Do like, at think, the end of the day, it's their decision to try or not in a game. Do you think a cash incentive would help? Like, These a, dudes like are a large cash incentive? <laughs> what are you going to say? Here, LeBron, he has 100000 yeah. for winning an All-Star game. That's like, nothing, that's... bro. Dude is making, like, $44 million a year. Like, well, I'm talking like, a large, like, I'm talking like a large cash incentive. Like, well, they're just they already have that, I believe, They already, they already have stuff like that. They don't think they get paid for being All-Star. I, there's some, well, it depends Maybe. on it depends on contracts, but, but some I'm guys... I'm not talking, like, thousands. I'm talking, like, a million, two million. Yeah, that's, that's hockey change. But they make that in a week, like... But yeah, Paul, I just want to ask, why do you, why are you so interested in keeping this? Because to me, we've just seen in the the four major sports at least that it's 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 a dying thing. It's really not something people care about. The audience cares about. Why do you I, why do you want to keep it? I don't know. I guess I'm a traditionalist, and like I feel like all star games have the potential to be one of the coolest things in sports, and they should be. When they aren't, it's disappointing to me that they aren't. And, like, my brain goes to how do we make it so that it's not disappointing to people. I mean, you, you know can, what I mean? You can see these guys play with each other when they play pickup ball, like, on social media now. You yeah. can see them when they play yeah. in the Drew League and shit like that in L.A. and stuff like that. They will play with each other and they'll play in pro-ams and stuff like that. So we live in an era now where they play with each other constantly. Yeah. And we and can like, see it on social media. And everything's on social media. Yeah. It's posted everywhere. Do you think... Do you think if they got rid of the All Star Game altogether, it would be good for the league? Anyone can answer. It. I don't. I, I mean, mean, they're making money from it at the same time. Well, so exactly, it's like, they're still making just. It may I not. Mean, be yeah, the, the best viewership's going down. Obviously. Especially so in terms of less money, but they're still making money from it. So like, they're yeah. gonna keep it no matter what. They like, still got people buying tickets so their little kids can go watch the dunk contest and watch. Yeah, a, two, a guy on a two-way contract. You know, speaking of the dunk contract, speaking like, of the dunk contest, the Mac McClung thing is crazy. The fact that he was on a ten-day contract and that he's making a hundred thousand from the dunk contest and a hundred six in career earnings, hundred six thousand in career earnings. So he made, he made almost the same amount of career earnings from the dunk contest that he has his whole life, which is just nuts. that is crazy. And good for him, though. I guess. Do you think he'll get signed again after that ten day contract's up, or 
I don't I don't know anything about Mac. I don't know. He was a stud in high school. I remember watching. I watched him play a lot when he was at uh, Tech. He was oh, at Texas Tech after Georgetown. He was he was always good. I always really liked him. He's a freak of an athlete, he obviously. Jump he's a freak of, of an athlete. Uh, but he's, an, he's but just a, an, like he's just like an average shooter. Yeah, but yeah, like his inability the, to, at the score, NBA level, he's just he's he has, inability to score. He has and his defense is probably lacking too. Do yeah. you think do you think the perception from the dunk contest changes anything right now? What do you mean? When he like <laughs> Like, do you think the exposure he got from being in the dunk contest is going to like help benefit sign? his career? I, yeah, I, I, yeah I I, there, there's a chance. He's already signed with Puma. I think he has a shoe deal now. So, so financially, he has a shoe deal just from just from the him. dunk contest. That's that's cool. Yeah, but if if you can't if you can't you know compete at the NBA level, just because yeah. you win a dunk contest doesn't mean you can all of a sudden compete at the NBA level. So we are are we in consensus that they should just get rid of the All Star game altogether? I I wouldn't, care. I wouldn't care. I don't watch. I don't, I don't watch it. Watch I don't think events. I've. I don't think I've watched it. I had never in a couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't think I've watched it fully since Kobe's last year. Really, Kobe's was last year in Toronto. When there was the All Star game was in Toronto. Because I just started paying attention to basketball recently. Was it better in in that sort of era with Kobe and then before him MJ and in those era? Of well, to I can speak to it. I. I think I've watched basketball like the NBA more as a kid, and I just like those guys, Carmelo, Kobe, that era more. Um, I mean, I still there's still great talent. I mean, there's an iconic photo. I think is it LeBron, LeBron guarding Kobe, Kobe. and, and Drake. Like, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. those type of like all you know generational type talents like yeah. facing off like is right. Cool, but in Kobe's really first year as an All Star, he faced MJ. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. is true. Yeah, but you don't really see that type of stuff anymore. Yeah. True. Plus, All it's right, not so an East-West game anymore. It's the top two guys. What is it? I think it's the top two vote-getters. Yeah. It's also stupid, too, because, like, the fans have a say in it. Yeah. They like, can vote. I mean, you what? You can vote for anything. Andrew Wiggins was an All-Star The game. fans have a say in the MLB All-Star game, though. I don't like it. Why, why should the fans get the vote for that? Why shouldn't the players? Because it's just I think, I think the players like should get more input than they do get. Fans should get, like, barely any input into it. Fans, because I don't it's even just like a, it's just a bias. You're gonna pick your favorite players, or that's like the team, NFL even Pro if they aren't the best. Yeah, exactly. That's like the NFL Pro Bowl. I don't even like the MLB has like writers. How was John Carlos Stanton in All Star last year? Yeah, good point. What, what are you about? Like two <laughs> thirty? They're walking like behind the. I know. I know. I saw. <laughs> no, uh, um, the MLB, like for example, the MLB Hall of Fame, it's writers and shit. It should be the Hall of Famers. Yes. The yeah, NFL, it's we, the same yes. thing. We talked about this on a previous episode. Did um, you? This was back in the. No, this was. This one we talked about the uh, MLB Hall of Fame ballot. Yeah, we talked about the MLB Hall of They're Fame so ballot like like weird, a few though. episodes ago. Um, fans, bro. We got fans. Yeah, we do have fans. Okay. Um, are we ready to move on from the All Star game? <coughs> yeah. Okay, so the trade deadline recap and thoughts. I'll let I'll let you guys kind of lead this part because I don't know you can too that. much about it. Okay. What did you say, Buddy? Ben, you want to start with this? With the NBA? The trade. The trade deadline. So the trade, uh, deadline. trade deadline, a little recap is... Uh, we'll just go through... Like that, go through like the top. Yeah, Kevin. So Kevin Durant went to the Phoenix Suns, hmm. uh, as well as TJ Warren and TJ Warren and Kyrie Irving right? went to hmm? the Dallas Mavericks. The Suns were already gross this year. Right? No, they've been struggling since Deep Book got injured. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So they were Kyrie to the Mavericks year. and KD to the Suns. Uh, where would you rank like the Suns and Mavericks for the, in the playoff picture now? Like, do you think they're like top of the West now? I mean, 
It's hard to say because obviously Kevin Durant's unbelievable player. Fantastic. Crazy, yeah, like unbelievable player. Yeah, the sons of the and he pairs team. him with Devin Booker, who I would say is the second best shooting guard in the league behind Donovan Mitchell. Mm. And then they got Chris Paul, you know, he's old, but like he's still a great four, four general. Like he's going to get assists. DeAndre Ayton, good center. But like, I just don't know if they're dead. Right. Their bench, I don't know. Because they, they got like campaign. Like Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges were like, those are like 3 and D guys. Like those were. Very good, Quality. solid players. I mean, the strength of that team that made the finals, finals was their depth. They had exactly. a lot at every position. Um, now it's just like you got a you got a really good three headed monster, but that three headed monster also has a hard time staying healthy. Yes, I was going to say injuries is. A I mean, big even, part even, of it too. even if you look at like you know like the Nets last year with Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden, they didn't have any depth, and they like never. Where did they get? Either. First right. round losses. And then know. when you traded Harden, it was just Kyrie and KD. And then, I mean, even look at the year before when it was uh, just KD uh, in that series against the Bucks that they almost won. Yeah. They just had nobody on the floor. It's just, I, I mean, in the NBA, I think you have you have to have at least two guys. There was a brief period of time when Golden State was really good where you had to have three elite players to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you're in an era, I think, where you could have gotten away with two. Um, and, but I understand the move from the Suns' perspective. The Suns are like, we have to win, win now. Yeah. Chris Paul's, you know, Getting at the older. end. Dev, Devin Booker, you, you got to get something. You got to win. He's he's an elite player. You got to win. Mm-hmm. And, and the chance to get Kevin Durant, you can't really pass it up. And also, again, it's a chance for Durant. I think a big narrative, and I think you guys would agree around his career, is he's, he's, he really rode the coattails of that, that great Golden State team already. He might have been the best player, but, but they would have won championships without him. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. What about the Mavericks? Now let's talk about the other side of that. Let's talk about the Nets. I think they're building like a nice core. I think that they're giving twenty nineteen Nets vibes, which it's just like an exciting young team. Like they just got a bunch of guys who, you know, on other teams might not get the same chance, but now like they have a chance to flourish their games and like just get better. So yeah, you know, Cameron Thomas. Cam Thomas. Cam just Thomas. Seeing like seeing like when Kyrie immediately left, like scored forty one like twice. Like got uh, Dinwiddie back. Dinwiddie's yeah. a stud. Dinwiddie's he's really set, good. He's a really good solid. Mikel Bridges is gonna be. Mikel Bridges Johnson. is great. Cam Johnson. And then they got one, two. Three, I mean, they got Claxton. Claxton's played five. a lot better this year. Yeah, they got five first round picks from a two and two second rounds. Up I mean, five 20, first round picks is up to twenty twenty nine, bro. It's a hefty price. It is, but and also, you think about those picks could be good, especially if, if the Suns, you know, Durant's older, Chris Paul's older. The yeah, Suns might only have a two, one or two year window, and you could be like, hey, you know, we got some really good draft picks here. It's almost like what the Celtics did when the Celtics shipped off um, Paul Pierce and Garnett. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, but you know, get those in the turn, Jason Tatum, Jalen Jason Brown. Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I really like what the Nets are doing. I think if you're a Nets fan and thinking the Nets, you're disappointed that you didn't win a title with Kyrie and Durant, and yeah. I think you would call it a failure. I mean, you have to. They didn't do anything. Exactly. One playoff series win, um, with them. So, um, yeah, they're in an interesting spot, though. I, I I like what they did in the at the deadline, and um, it was probably the right decision once Kyrie left. You really just got Durant. And then, um, yeah, I think they made the right move. And yeah. I think it was a really good move for them. I would, however, have liked if they got Booker in return. Um, I think it would have been, been. been even better because you, you, you get another all-star. But I understand, you know, they're building for the future. It's yeah. not, a, not a win-now mode for them. Yeah. What, what about, about the Mavericks? Yeah, I was going to say, what about Kyrie to the Mavs? I think this puts them in an interesting spot. The only problem is it's going to be two ball-dominant guards 
that don't play defense. And did you Which see their, their defense. did you see the, I believe it was their first game playing together. It came down to like the final shot and they sat there and they passed it back two or three times and then they didn't even, they turned the ball over. They don't even know who's going to get the last shot. Yeah. And there's, there's still one basketball on the floor. There's not two basketballs on the floor. No, so, no. um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. I did not understand this move. I didn't think like the Mavs needed a, a ball dominant card. I really felt like they needed just shooters around him still. Uh, I look at Luca almost. I look at Luca almost as a, as like a LeBron s type of player, where LeBron's dribble drive kick. I know Luca's a great scorer and stuff like that. I'm about to go crazy. Relax, <laughs> relax. I know Luca's. I know Luca's a great scorer and shit. Um, but yeah, I think also his ability to pass. I think they just need the shooters. I don't think yeah. they needed another ball dominant guy. If you could get guys who's also just a cancer of a, a human being. Yes. So. At this point, yes. But like if like yeah, Luka, he's, he's bad for PR. I feel like he's been bad. For I PR. feel like uh, like a Luca in like a Heat situation <coughs> where they just have shooters, like mm. Max. Uh, what's his name? Max. I know. Uh, what's it? Max Strauss. Are you talking about the yeah, Max Strauss? And then they have like, Duncan Robinson, Hero. Like they just have shooters. If you could, you know, Luca with his dribble drive just kicking out. You know, you got dudes. Pick and pop. And more defenders. Yeah, and smart. people that play more defense. Size, too, right? Who's who's the biggest on the Christian Wood, right? right? Yeah. They have Maxi Cleaver, yeah. But he's yeah. not really yeah. a defensive guy like that. He's just a shooter. I like Christian Wood, too. Christian Wood's played the I think I think they just should have kept Jalen Brunson. They should have resigned him. Yeah, I think he was I think, played really I think well. He's, yeah. I think another he really fits, good He fits up. with their team. Yeah. Like, I mean, they made to the Western Conference Finals with him. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I just don't see how it moves the pendulum for him. Um they're gonna to have to outscore teams, um, which they could possibly do. But like, I still think uh, Golden State hasn't been fully healthy. But once they get fully healthy, I, I don't think they could beat them no, fully healthy. I don't think so. Uh, well, um, looking at this right now, the Suns are five, <laughs> the five seed, and Mavs are the six seed, mm-hmm. and they both are about three games back of being in third place. Yeah, I think it's... So it's like the West is wide open right now. Yeah, the the Mavs have... Or uh, the Nuggets have, what, like a five? Five-game lead on the, the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, it's wide open. Um, I don't think there's, like, a real clear favorite. Like, if you also literally told me that the Lakers, like, got, like, a seven seed... Um, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And if you also told me the Lakers would be in the Western Conference Finals, I also wouldn't be shocked. If you told me the Clippers were in the Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't be shocked. There's a lot I of would, teams... I would be. Really? You think so? I think That's Clippers are just jokers. They're, they're Joker. That's a joke. They just made it to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, but also we can kind of segue into this. I don't like the the Westbrook pickup. Makes yeah. no sense. It doesn't make sense. I he does know. not fit that team. It's just a turnover machine now. Russell Westbrook hasn't been very good the last couple of years. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, he, has he hasn't been good. <laughs> I know was there was really... certainly there was certainly a lot of bad PR around him last year. You know, people were. You know, screaming like Russell Westbrook, and stuff, like during the game. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, yeah, all that, all that he's stuff. Just, just was like, all over I mean, he was game. never a good shooter in his career, but like last year, he really struggled. I mean, he, you know, pull up, come and have pull like jumpers shooting off the top of the hoop. You know, like his his shot was terrible. Well, what 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 his real strength is, and it's been his strength since he played at UCLA, is he's always been a guy who's just a freak of an athlete. He could get attack to the, the basket, hoop. attack the hoop. High energy. He was really, he's always been fun to watch, but like, you know, he's at the point in his career now where he's not, it's not as athletic as he was, he's still very athletic, but um, he needs to be a better distributor of the ball. 
And, um, yeah, he's just not that type of guard. He's just not that type of guard that's going to shoot and shit like that. So, Yeah. Do we want to talk about the Lakers now with their pickups? I really like what they did. I do, too. I think Daz Russell, Mug Beasy, and Jared Vanderbilt were, I think, really good pickups. Very good pickups. They needed some offense. They just needed guys around LeBron and AD. And And they got another defender. I think, I mean, I think you would agree, D'Lo is an upgrade over Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Malik Beasley just, I mean, he's a streaky guy, but, like, he can can drop 20 points any game. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot better than having your second best guy be Austin Reeves some night. Or Thomas Bryant. So, no, yeah, I totally, I think the Lakers got, this good pickups. got better. Uh, again, for them, Anthony Davis and LeBron need to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they'll be okay. Um, I don't know if they'll be, you know, Western Conference final team, but uh, we'll see. LeBron's having an excellent year, a, a career again. year, basically, for, <laughs> for him at the age of 38 in his 20th year. But Jason Tatum's better than him. <laughs> Oh, man. That's a joke. One of our friends believes Jason Tatum is better, the best player in the NBA. That is false. Well, he does believe that, but that that statement itself is yeah, it's false. Very false. Right, I say um, that as a Celtics fan too. You want to move into the winners and losers? Trade yeah, them. sure. So, um, who would you have as your winners? Uh, I would say, like we were talking about, I would say the Nets for the build in their future. Yeah. Um, Lakers. The Lakers, I would agree and with. And they it. picked up Rui Hachimura. That is true. They did. Him. They did pick him That's up. That's a good little pickup too. Losers. I don't know who I would say. I mean, I feel like the Suns made a wrong move. I feel like when we look on that, even three years from now, we're good. and if they don't get a title, it's not going to be worth it. Mm, exactly. Um, yeah, they give up a lot. They, ha- they have they to give win. up a lot. <laughs> no, there was a team I was surprised <laughs> didn't do anything, and I think it might be just because health. Golden State didn't do a lot. Yep, I had them as losers. And they also traded away James Wiseman. Obviously, he has not performed, but he was a number two overall pick, and they got nothing for him. Right. They got Gary Payton in the back, though. I think that's a good pickup. Yeah, but they traded five second-round picks for him. Really? And he's a role player. I didn't even know that part. Really? And then my other losers were I had um, the Bulls, and then I had um, Memphis and the Nuggets. What did the Bulls do? The Bulls didn't do anything. And that's why I have them as losers. They made no moves. They kept DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine. Yeah, they're not. They're an 11 seed. That's just an interesting. And they could have traded for draft picks, young talent. They could have. I don't know why. They're an 11 seed. It's always been an interesting roster because it's got talent. Levine's played a lot better. DeRozan's played a lot better since. I wish fucking Lonzo Ball just would not be injured, bro. He's out for the rest of the season. Yes, yes. They don't even know what it is. It's like a lingering knee problem. He's played. Better when he when he's healthy. They were doing well with him. Yeah, yeah, he's played better. Um, well, here's the thing with them is, is again they don't have like DeRozan on the championship team would be your third guy, like yeah. a really good third guy. Levine, a really good third guy. Vucevic, a really good third guy. They just have a bunch of really good third guys on the floor. Um, it should be better than an 11 seed though for yeah. sure, and especially in the East. I mean they're behind teams like the Knicks, the Hawks. Like I think they have better talent than them so but i also said um memphis and the nuggets because you know i saw a couple west teams trying to make jumps to be Mm. better this season and you know i know they're sitting at the top of the western conference but they made you know no moves you know they 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 didn't get better i mean they stayed the same they didn't get any better right i think other teams were getting better just because a team doesn't get better that doesn't make them a loser if a team gets worse that makes them a loser 
Well, I think in the case in of any trade deadline. I think in the case of Denver, I don't Denver we've seen doesn't I mean what? They got to the Western final the bubble year, right? The bubble year because yeah, they Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's playing absolutely crazy. He's playing good again. Uh, But they're going to go as far as Jokic. And And again, like with what happened last year, and Jokic, you know, he just got double teamed and they didn't win the series. So I mean, you got to, if those guys are going to hit shots, they're going to hit shots. So, you know. Yeah, but even Memphis, (laughs) like, yeah, Memphis is young talent, but. I can't they, I can't stand that basketball. Yeah, team. but they're not making any. Yeah, they have John Morant, but they don't have like a, you know the second superstar that's like gonna get them over the hump. No, 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 no. They do a, they do a lot of talking. talking they yeah. do a lot of talking. How do you look for, for not winning? Um, for not winning. <laughs> all right, so do you guys want to move on to the NFL free agency, or um, do we have anything else to talk about with the NBA? I think we're good on the no. NBA. I, unless you guys want to do finals predictions, just real quick. I. Feel like we should leave that until the playoffs start. Well, I would say do it now. At the All Star break, what we think at the All Star break? Yeah, because was... it's it's very early. The West is still wide open, so this our predictions could fit, like change a lot. Um, I think the Celtics are the best team in the East. Yep. I was gonna say so. Um, I think the only other team that really could do it is Milwaukee. But know? but I mean, we saw the Bucks in Milwaukee last year, and they just they need Chris. They just stop, you know, Giannis, and if I they went seven, right? Yeah, we went seven, but they didn't have Middleton. They needed him to play his. If Middleton, yeah, but because he's the Celtics so didn't have Blake Griffin, and Blake Griffin's been playing pretty good lately. Yeah, but that's but, like, but Blake, Blake Griffin is not Chris Middleton. He's, he's not Chris Middleton. Yeah, but I think you know the Bucks obviously is that team, but if they're not fully healthy, they I don't think they can be the. And the Celtics present matchup problems for Giannis because they could put four or five games with Al Horford on him. You know, you could have Rob on Grant him. Williams. Grant Williams. Honest, put Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like they could. Yeah. Pressure him to an yeah, extent. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and out of the West, that's I feel like it's almost if it's wide open. It's so open. If it's as open as you say it is, I feel like it's almost too early to make a prediction there. I I think if Golden State's fully healthy, I'm Golden not going to bet. You have you have to say Golden State. I'm not going to bet against him. But the only other two teams I I could see is if the Nuggets, you know, I would say if Denver they stay healthy has. and Jokic plays Jokic basketball. It could be them. Plus home court. Have home court throughout. Yep. And that if would be big. the Suns can stay healthy, I think they have a shot at making We plans. agree no Memphis, though. No. No Memphis. Or, I would like to see Memphis. It would be kind of cool, but like... Just have them get beat. They're annoying. They're annoying. They talk a lot for a team that hasn't won. Anything. All right, NFL. All right, NFL free agency. Um, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have not come to an agreement. Do you guys think he's staying there? Or do you think he's leaving? And if he leaves, where would he go? This one's a tough one. So I think they. I feel like they almost have to. I feel like you him. have to. It's Lamar Jackson. He's, so he's it's an a MVP seven, caliber player. Top seven. Quarter, and your fam like your fan base would revolt if the face of your franchise doesn't. But get the signed. thing is also, if you're gonna bring back Lamar, they need more weapons on offense. Oh, they just, absolutely. They don't have any. Absolutely, work. you should be building your team around him. Exactly. He's your star. He's your franchise player. Build around him. If you can't, if you can't commit to him, then what are you doing? Like you have to commit to a franchise player. It's like how we talked about at the beginning of the, when we started this whole thing. In the, when we talked about it on the first episode, that the Red Sox had to commit to Rafael Devers, and they did. Mm-hmm. The Ravens have to do the same thing with Lamar Jackson because that's the face of their franchise. <laughs> and if they don't, I feel like. 
I don't know. I feel like they're gonna have a lot of at least unrest in their fan base, and you know, I mm-hmm. don't know if it'll, I don't know if it'll drop sales or anything, but you know, I've certainly like a lot of people have bought Lamar Jackson jerseys in the last few years, and no one wants to you know buy a jersey and then two years or three years later the player's gone, you know. Right. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's say the nature of the business now and anything. But, like, uh, with Lamar, they could franchise tag him, I believe, for two or three years in a row. Um, so that's that's what they're going to do. That's, they're going to franchise tag him. They're going to franchise tag him, and he's going to make. So how the franchise tag works, if you don't know, is, is they take the average of the top five players, or the top five paid players at that position. So he'll be making upwards of 40-plus a year. <laughs> Right. Um, and he's, again, I under- certainly worth that. I mean, I understand it from Baltimore's perspective. Baltimore is going to say, "You haven't been on the field the last two years when we needed you. You've been hurt at the end of the year." But True. Lamar's also got the thing where he can say, "You use me all the time." You know, yeah. I did the work in the off season to get bigger, to get physically stronger, stronger to prevent well, injuries. And you still run him. You still run him yeah. too much. If he had weapons around him, they wouldn't have to run him as much, and that wouldn't be a problem. He would be on the field all the time. And he's still so, such a good player when he's on the field. He is. Yeah. He's very such talented. He's, he's very talented. And he, I, I, a lot of people will say, you know, he's not a great thrower of the football. I think he's fine. He can throw. I, the I've seen a lot worse. I wouldn't say he's he's okay. But he's a lot better than what people give him credit mm-hmm. for. I'm telling you right now, he throws, a, he throws a better deep ball than Mac Jones does. I'll tell you that right it's now. It's the people around him. Like, you have Mark Andrews, right? One of the, the better tight ends in the league. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you have to put Travis Kelsey in a, in a you know category of his own. But then outside George of that... Kittle. Don't forget about George Kittle. Yeah, and George Kittle. But then outside of that, you know, I'd say Mark Andrews is certainly in the top five, if not the top three Absolutely. tight ends yeah. in the I'd league. I'd say top three. So... You know, like, you have a big weapon there, but then, you know, your biggest weapon is... You got Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman? Stop. Like, Devin Good Minnesota. Devin Duvernay. Like, I mean, I like their running back core. I mean, you know, I like... No, the running back J.K. core is, Dobbins, is again, great. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both amazing. I mean, even amazing. a couple... Two years ago, they had issues staying healthy with their DBs. Like, they had, like, two top five DBs in that, Marlon Humphrey and... Uh, Marcus Peters, and yeah. they yeah. got hurt. They couldn't stand the field. And they also, they have a great running scheme. They use, you know, they use a fullback still. Pat Ricard, shout out, Pat Ricard, you main product. You main, yeah. you main product. Uh, if, they had, if they had the passing game to, to complement that running game, can you imagine? Like, they would be but they just the don't have, they don't have cap. They don't have cap. They just don't have cap space to do it. They already signed Roquan Smith, and Roquan Smith is great. But I would not pay a linebacker that much money, okay? Especially when that, I feel like that's not even, like, the biggest hole in your team. For the Ravens. Well, not even that, but that's a position that Harbaugh is so good with the special teams and defensively that I think you could fill that position. They've had so many great guys there: Matthew Judon, you know, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. Think of all those great defenders that have played there: Haloti Nada. Like, just the list goes on. Um, Calais Campbell. I mean, you can name endless names there. So they they're good at developing defensive talent. Um, and you know, look at them when uh, Flacco was there. They had. When they were good, they had good receivers, Anquan Bolden, Torrey Smith, when they went on that Super Bowl run. Yeah. So I think they just they need at least a, a, a weapon that can separate. Uh, and they're probably not going to get it just because of the pure fact that cap space. and They could trade for it. Yeah, but again, you you got to have cap and you got to have a deal that's enticing. And I think they're, they're going to have a hard if time. If they traded it. a big player to take some cap space away. or like, Not a big player, but like a, a sizable player. You know what I'm saying? 
Who would you trade though? Would you trade Marlon Humphrey? I wouldn't trade Marlon Humphrey. I wouldn't trade yeah. a corner. Is it Patrick Queen? Is that it? Yeah. <coughs> I don't. I wouldn't I trade would for a him linebacker him. though, like that, or an edge rusher. I think the Ravens have to resign him. Resign Lamar though. Is to a long term deal though. To four or five years, you're gonna to commit to a guy who gets hurt and runs a lot to four or five years. I know he's very talented. But his he's legs. the face of your franchise. I mean, you almost have to. Uh, who? What do, you, what do you mean that? Who else is the face of the franchise? I mean, I'm not saying he's. I mean, he is the face of the franchise, but you have to look at it. I mean, you gotta keep him, but also you have to look at the landscape of the AFC. I feel like they're going to be in the phase like the Patriots are kind of in in Miami where they're just going to be the fourth, fifth, sixth best team. They're not going to beat Kansas City. They're not going to beat the Bengals. The Bills. They're not going to beat the Bills. They're going to compete with the teams like the Chargers, the Jags. So you got to ask yourself, can we get better? And I don't think you can get better at quarterback right now, so you keep Lamar. Right. Um, but there's no way I'm signing Lamar to four or five years. Just look at running court. Just look at the history of running quarterbacks in the NFL, and you can see that he's he's almost at the end. He's almost done. Michael Vick was good for nine, ten years. You know, he played a good nine, ten years. Lamar can play another one, maybe good. I think four or five, and then he he will have to become a pocket guy. So that's that's just the way it is that's the nature of the nfl maybe he can last longer with the new safety rules and stuff that we've been implementing in the last decade but i mean he's great don't get me wrong but i wouldn't commit to him long term one tackle to the knee bro it's like yeah you can say that about any quarterback yeah but he's running especially right but you could say that about there are other running quarterbacks in the league jalen harris not to the degree that lamar Lamar. but jalen harris has the weapons around him that he doesn't have to run all the time. Exactly. Lamar That's doesn't. why he's been most successful. This if year. you right, but if you get Lamar those weapons, then that problem goes away. You don't. The thing to is, how are you going to get him those weapons? There are no receivers on the market. There's just no. There's T Higgins. T Higgins is not going to go to Baltimore. What Jacoby Myers? <laughs> Jacoby Myers. <No>. Jacoby <laughs> Myers wouldn't make a difference. Like I, I like Jacoby Myers, but no, he wouldn't make a, okay, a difference. Okay, Pat's man. Hating on your own team. No, I'm not hating on my own team. He's a fine receiver, but he's not like a. He's an Eagles fan. He's a. He's, he's not. He's fine. He's not a number Wait, one. He's obviously team. not good at lateral in the football. He's obviously not hey. situationally aware at the hey. end of the game. What do you mean he's fine? What do you mean well, by that? Like he's a fine receiver. Like he's a. <laughs> he's a fine receiver. No, 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 no. I mean talent wise. You guys know that. Come on now. All right. Um. Do we want to talk about Brock Purdy and Trey Lance? Uh, sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, you keep them both. Uh, Trey Lance is going to be your starter, I would say. I, I'd say you start Brock Purdy. Why? Why? I mean, he took you on an incredible run. I feel like He did, or to... the defense? Or the system that Shanahan had? System. I mean, they always had a good system. I feel like... I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo got them to the Jimmy Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo got yeah. them to the Super Bowl. It's he should have won that Super Bowl. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes for three quarters. It's a system that's designed to help it's a, quarterbacks. It's a quarterback-friendly system. It's the same system where Matt Ryan was successful in Atlanta. Um, Shanahan was also, I want to say, in Washington uh, when RG3 was there, when Kirk Cousins was there. So they both were successful. Okay, so if you're starting to <coughs> Lance... You drafted Trey and you traded up... You have to remember, Trey you traded to get him. You traded yeah. up to get him. So if you okay, so let's say you keep Trey Lance as a starter, then do you trade Brock Purdy because his value is high right now? 
No, I think you, you keep I think you keep him and get, if Trey Lance gets hurt. Because you're not keeping Jimmy. You already or said you're Lance not keeping Jimmy. if Trey Lance isn't performing, then you put Brock in. It's a good thing to have. Having two good... I it's mean, a good problem to have, that's It's true. a good problem to have. But the other thing is, is if you have two quarterbacks, you really have no quarterbacks. So that's that's the other saying in the NFL. Yeah. You know, you want to have one really good guy. Yeah. Um, and we got to see with Trey, right? Because uh, he only played... How many games did he play? Was he like, what, two, three? Was it like week four? Yeah. yeah. I think it was like week two. Look there hasn't been like... I'm pretty sure that. it was week two. And again, we haven't seen him play a lot because you remember yeah. he didn't... The year going into the draft, he didn't play at North Dakota. Was it North Dakota or South Dakota? It was North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Um, and he didn't play his rookie year, obviously. And then now you got him playing. He's not a great thrower of the football. Not accurate yet. And that's a big problem with quarterbacks is usually they can't learn accuracy. Right, and... Week two, he was hurt. Week two, right. Because right. he struggled that first game. Now, again, the Bears game was like a monsoon. Like, his first game was just pouring rain. Yeah. So, like, you can't really judge him off that, I don't think. Yeah. But, again, like I was saying with Lance, you can't really teach accuracy to guys. One guy you could, like, point to that got more accurate was Josh Allen. Uh, it was something True. he struggled with at Wyoming. Um, but, yeah, it, it just it depends. I think you go with Lance. I just think from a standpoint of, you know, John Lynch and Shanahan, you you committed to this guy and you, you took an early draft pick. With you just got to give him a chance. Yeah. But if he doesn't work out, you always have that back, that option that's a very solid option to go to. Um, okay. Are we are we going to do early predictions of the AFC and the AFC next season, or do we want to save that for like a later time? Just say the Chiefs and the Eagles. Just ended. Save us some time. Uh, yeah, well, I need to see what happens at free agency. And, uh, well, I guess we could say what, what we think the quarterbacks are going to do. Carr, Rodgers. Well, we already we already kind of talked about that last podcast. Did we? Yeah, we remember. did. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, let's all right. Just, let's see if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. Yeah. That's going to be a good team. Yeah. So, all right. That about does it for NFL free agency. So, moving on to the MLB. Um, so... Who do you guys think is going to win each division next year? Should we just start with the AL East? Yeah. AL East? Yeah. I think the Yankees. Adding Carlos. I'm going to. I have to. Rodon. I mean, Carlos Rodon, their Yankees rotation is unbelievable, but I have to go with my Blue Jays. I have to. Uh, I think it's a toss-up between the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Those would, yeah, those would be the top two teams. It's a, it's a toss-up because I think the Blue Jays... Throwing away the Rays like that. I think sleeping on the Rays is not no, a good move. I'm not Plus sleeping on the Rays. They're, they're, gonna, they're, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. But I don't know Rays. if they're a division-winning team. I'm going to take the Rays. Uh, Kevin Cash is great. Kevin Cash might be great the best coach. manager in Major League Baseball. Uh, this is a big year for your Blue Jays. The so Blue they, Jays also underperformed last year. They have to. They have to, to, to perform this to year. Be. I think they will. Have to perform this year. I think the Yankees take a step back. The Yankees are aging. Um, I don't think I'm redone. I don't think um, Judge will have the same year either. Uh, but they're aging. I mean, well, you, you can't really like replicate that. Yeah, but like I'm maybe like forty. We'll still get forty home runs. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but played at a little league ballpark. Come on now, for eighty games a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Red Sox right. will also finish last place. That's what yeah, I was saying. I agree. It's toss between them and the Orioles. No, no, the awesome. Orioles are on the rise, though. It's yeah, they awesome. they got they, a good talent. They and could they're be Gunnar Henderson and Grayson Rodriguez. Hey, they could good. they could be a playoff team. Fuck you, high blue. That's all I'm gonna say. So, <laughs> damn. 
<laughs> I, I actually, okay, listen. We, Do not defend Heimblum. I'm not going to defend Heimblum. I'm, I'm just going to say I think it's more ownership's, like, ownership of the team's fault than Heimblum's fault. I think he's working. Heimblum runs the baseball operations. I think he's working with the money that they're allowing him to spend. He's only saying that because Heimblum was the one directly offered the, the like an insult of a contract to Xander Bogarts. That's no, that's that's, that's, that's Heimblum. That you no, lost you lost up. your franchise. He Xander Bogarts was the face <coughs> of your franchise. Yeah, he Xander Bogarts was the face. We've, of your, we've gone into depth on this yeah, before. Yeah. Fuck you, Heimblum. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look I was look at this clown. I was hoping we wouldn't have. I was hoping we wouldn't have. That kind of a thing out look there. Look at this clown. Um, I I don't feel that I way. Like. But um, <laughs> but um, he can't really say that. Yeah, sure. I I don't have the Red Sox above fourth place, and that's, <laughs> that's the Red Sox and winning a, sixty-five games this year. And that's so. a and that's a stretch. Um, Let's so how about the AL Central then? The Guardians? Guardians. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I was about to say the other name that they were once called. Oh. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to get Let's not do that. No. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely have to go with the Guardians. I, never I think the, the White Sox have talent. But they just, they they just never put it together. together. The they Twins are interested, too, somewhat. Especially with Korea. Yeah. And if yeah. dude Buxton the just twins, needs to be healthy, I the know, twins it's so, a it's it's so always, aggravated. The Twins always choke in the playoffs. It's so aggravated. That what are the Royals doing? What are the Royals doing? They're building a new stadium. That's what okay. <laughs> for their five fans. Sports business perspective. <laughs> for their five fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, oh, Comerica Park's changing their field dimensions. I think too. I saw or something like that. Yeah. They're moving oh, yeah. left field. In. You know how deep like. It's so. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I actually did hear about that. Good. All right, uh, AOS Astros. It's just it's Astros. Just, yeah. The Astros. Um, I'm curious to see if the A's lose the most games of all time, though, because the A's are going to be really bad. Yeah, they're going to be really bad. I'm also curious the if Mariners, the Angels will make a playoff push. The Mariners year. are going to make a playoff spot. The Angels will not make the playoffs. It just, it just I, doesn't happen. I, just I don't get it. It's so. sad. It's, it's very sad. sad, and it's unfortunate. It's a waste of a career. They have like two Mike teams. fucking trout. Right now they have Atlanta. Atlanta. They we'll have, take them at Atlanta. They have two teams, <laughs> at least in their division, that are going to have much better records than the Masters and the Mariners. And, and the, the Rangers the are Rangers. interesting. The, I think the, the Rangers, Rangers are they're, an underrated they're, yeah, team. They could be Andrew Keeley, Jacob DeGrom. Dude, like they, and, you know, they're building a little bit of yeah, and, you know, Simeon you, should be back to his... You give them a couple of years, you think about their... He actually had a good year last year. You think about their draft picks, right? They just Josh picked Jones. up... They picked up Al Leiter... Or not Al Leiter, Jack Leiter. Al Leiter. Hey, Jack well, no, Rocker no, no, no. It was, it was Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, who was the number one Bandy and two at Bandy on a championship team. And team. Who's the top prospect. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, they got, they're coming in a few years. Hey, yo. What do you mean by that? Well, well, they're, they're on the come up. Well, hey, um, <laughs> They're coming. No, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> okay, so, and at least. Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I got Philly. I'm saying Atlanta because I'm a Braves fan, but there I'll is take Atlanta. there is a world where I could see Acuna's healthy this year. Yeah, exactly. I there is a world Philly. I could see the Phillies, Mets, or Braves winning the division, but my biases gonna pick the Braves. I'm gonna take the and Braves. And the Braves have won five years in a row. I also 
There's no, there, there's no reason I'm gonna go with the Braves. Too. I also gotta give a shout out the, the Braves. The Braves that. front office is a fantastic job with the contracts. Alex, they do do a really it's, good job. Uh, no, it's actually like their contracts stupid. are insanely they, good. I don't know how they the, did it. They're, they're probably the best example of having like really successful contracts in the MLB right now. Yeah, hi Bloom. Take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, um, signing Michael Harris, you know. I think eight year deal. I already signed Spencer Strider, Matt Olson, Austin yeah. Riley. You have your core for a long, yeah. long time. They got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they're gonna be. It's gonna be the same long, team long for Max Reed. Five years. Mm, they're gonna have the same team, and they're just gonna get better too. Austin Riley's young. Acuna's young. Ozzy Albie's is young. I think his rookie contract's ending, but he mm. probably should be resigned. He'll be good. Matt Olson is gonna get back to where he was where in Oakland. Philly's doing a top three though. Yeah, I just, I don't, I just don't. Their bullpen is really, really good, and, yeah. The oh, yeah, adding, like, Gregory Soto. The fact that they added I think the tra- Mets take a step back. I think the Mets take a step back, too. The fact that they added Trey Turner to the lineup makes them even more I think more it goes Braves, Phillies, Mets, but I think the Phillies will be right behind the Braves. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be neck and neck. Um, NL Central. Is anyone not going to pick the Cardinals? I'm going Cardinals. And then probably like a second finish of the Brewers. Brewers? Just because yeah. like the Brewers. Brewers or Cubs, maybe. No, I doubt the Cubs. Uh, but like, the Reds kind of have an interesting roster, I think, too. You could say of both the Brewers and the Cubs that like they're not they're not supposed to be playoff teams. They're just mediocre teams. They're going to be mediocre, 70, yeah. 80 win teams. I think the yeah. Cardinals will win that division, but like... Fairly they're going to win it with like 82 wins. 80, like 88, 89 wins. I think they're going to take it because their pitching staff is just... Is that the worst division in baseball? Right now? Yes. Are we just yeah. going to come out and say it? Yeah. Or the or AL, 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 West. AL, AL Central. One oh, of the Central. Cent- well, the West the is back because the, the bottom West. half of the West yeah. is terrible. But just the fact that the West has the Astros, it's like... And the yeah. Mariners. The Mariners are good. And, and we just talked about the fact that the Rangers might be on the come. Chill a little, dude. Um, Got a good division to end, NL, NL West. Yeah, NL West. I'm going to take the Dodgers. I think I'm going Dodgers. You think so? I'm going Dodgers. You think, so? Dodgers. Oh, I think, ah, that's you think it's the year that they finally do? I think it's... I I'm calling it. I think I it's the year. It's interesting, though, because... Pitching depth. They got three good starters. Mm-hmm. What, you know, bullpen... Robert Suarez, who else do they have? Josh Hader. Is their pitching going to be able to... Uh, their offense is great. They have one of the best offensive lineups. But is their pitching going to be able to get them over the Dodgers? I understand the Dodgers lost a couple very key yeah, I mean, people, but they still clubs. have... The Dodgers have so much They still depth. have studs. Just depth. They, yeah, they and they have young dudes depth. coming up. Miguel Vares. One to Vargas. nine. One, like, just the Dodgers. They are, like... they are still going to be a good team. They And they just added uh, Miguel Rojas. Obviously, he's not, like, top... Tier shortstop, but he can hit the ball a little bit. Yeah, I think they'll play some defense. I think they'll be fine. I okay. I'm gonna take the Padres, but I think it's gonna be very close. Yeah. I also the Padres kind of have like the Grizzlies effect for me, where I just I can't just can't stand. You just them. like them. I just can't stand them. Really? There are no, they haven't won anything. It's just they're a just, cocky team. Just, they yeah. haven't won anything. I think I think they're good for baseball because they're a flashy team and it's attracting fans. Fair. Okay. That's fair. I, I think Tati's just being a star. Well, also, you don't know. Machado's going to opt out. So, 
He said he's gonna opt out. Better of his, win this year. You better win because he's gonna get a boatload of money, and I don't, I don't know how they're doing it because that's a small market team, basically. Yeah, they have a big barrel. Yeah, huge barrel. Yeah, just having even one of those guys, just having paying Sandra they alone. Have four. Yeah, the big four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's our predictions for they have like three, like potential um, top ten players. By the way, do so are they're gonna put Tatis in the outfield, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, they still have Cronenworth, like they have Austin oh my Kim. God, like, yeah. What the hell, dude? Yeah, they have Austin Nola. I feel like who's a decent if I were, pitcher. If, if I were the Padres right now, Jorge uh, Alfaro. Mm-hmm. No, they don't have Jorge Alfaro anymore. They lost him. The Red Sox signed him to a minor league deal. Minor league deal. Yeah, he's playing for the Paw Sox or not the Paw Sox. Woo yeah, Sox, Blue baby. Sox. Um, <laughs> the Paw Sox. I'm so used to saying that. I'm sorry. Um. What kind of food do you do? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I think I think if I was the Padres, I would trade. Shit. I would. I know. I would trade Hassan Kim, like um, for a starting pitcher. And that's you're not gonna get. You're not gonna trade. You're just gonna trade Hassan Kim straight up for a good pitcher. Okay, but Hassan Kim for a good girl. Okay, or a reliever. You have enough depth. Where you need to trade Hassan Kim. Yeah, and Am plus right? some minor leaguers. And you can get yeah. an interesting, you can get an interesting piece back for him. Yeah, you can get a solid back end guy. I mean, like you, Darvis and Joe Musgrove are good pitchers, and Blake. And Snow. Blake Snell. Snell needs to have a better year though. Yeah, last year it was kind of funny, but yeah, Robert Suarez, Josh. Who's going to play? Seth Lugo, Tim Hill. All right. Um, in the interest of time, I'm going to uh, skip us down to the expansion and change of divisions. What do you, what, what do you mean, interest of time? We can't go longer? What? <laughs> well, because we're already at almost an hour. Okay. Okay. What's your point? Some podcasts go, like, for four hours, bro. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to have a four-hour podcast. This is the Joe Rogan experience. Come on. It'd, be like, it'd be like an hour. It'd be like an hour and 25 minutes, <laughs> bro. Like, wow. What are the other topics? Oh. Just go. MLB award predictions. We can do year. we can do this like when what the players gets will closer. progress or an and regress and then which teams will progress and regress. We can do this when the season gets closer. Okay, that's sure. fair. I agree with that. At least award predictions. We, don't we can wait. We can wait. We don't wait. Let's go. We'll preview because when the World Baseball Classic is in what like a month. Yeah. Yeah. So we can preview that in a couple of weeks, which I'm yeah. really, I'm more excited for that actually than the actual season itself. So the World Baseball Classic is being hyped up a lot. It's actually gonna be really good. This it's, year. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, okay, so the yeah. expansion and change of divisions. So in case of um, those of you who don't know. Um, what we're talking about right now, we are talking about an article that came out from uh, one of the Athletics beat writers, Jim Bowden, who proposed a realignment of the divisions of MLB and uh, some expansion teams um, that could be possible. And Rob Manfred even cited some of these expansion teams. So you guys want to talk about the realignment of the, of the divisions first or the expansion teams first? Uh Whatever. I I say let's start with the expansion first. So, the four proposed expansion teams are uh, Charlotte, Nashville, Las Vegas, and Montreal. And Rob Manfred cited all four of these as possible locations. I think the A's are gonna go to Las Vegas. I think the A's are going to Vegas because they're they're gonna follow the Raiders. But um, plus that stadium's a dump. Mm. Yeah, it's terrible. The stadium needs to die. Terrible stadium and team. But. I, I was kind of surprised to see Montreal because, you know, they already tried that with the Expos and it didn't work. 
Do you think they're going to try it we, again? Having the Montreal Expos back would be cool. Um, it, they have some cool history there. You know, they have yeah, there's, Vladdy, there's, Vladdy's dad, Vladdy Guerrero. There's but, some history there, but I don't think they would make enough money. I think you're much better off putting teams in Charlotte and Nashville because... Charlotte's a weird one to me. Charlotte? North or, or maybe maybe like maybe like Raleigh's the biggest city in North Carolina. Maybe put one in Raleigh. I know, but, but like you don't you don't have a lot of teams down south, you know. And I think both Nashville and Charlotte would. I like Nashville. Provide, I do too. I think Nashville, Nashville would be, be like the best Tennessee fit out of the four. Tennessee is a huge college. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those Tennessee's people still huge, and Tennessee you know, if you think about Vandy, obviously down there, so. right? Yeah. You think about you know some of the southern states. Most of them don't have a pro team in them. Florida and Georgia being the exception. Uh-huh. You know Alabama doesn't have one. Mississippi doesn't have one. Right. Kentucky doesn't have one. Tennessee doesn't have one. Right. You know, like all of those states around there don't have professional um, baseball teams to root for, and I think putting one in Nashville would kind of change that and. It would be very successful, especially because of the type of town that is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very, uh, it's a very lively town, and you know, like, I think I think they would have a lot of success there. Charlotte, I mean, do you think? Do you I don't think, think it's bad. I'm just. Saying. I don't think it's awful, but you know, because you don't have one in the Carolinas either. I think you should have one in North Carolina. I think um, you should have one in I, North like, Carolina. I grew up but, in North Carolina. I mean, it's like a perfect weather place i think mm-hmm. right I it think, would make sense i think north north carolina is a big but should it be place. charlotte or raleigh charlotte charlotte just i would say charlotte it's just isn't raleigh's just like raleigh's just uh uh the hurricanes play there and nc state basketball plays there so that's that's raleigh basically all right know. all right so we're going with charlotte then i think i think particularly those two would be really good for the league and it would be a, a great opportunity to expand their fan base. And um, they would have a lot of new sources of money and, and partners um, to get. You know, you're going to have a lot of new sponsorships. Yep. You're going to have a lot of new eyes on your on your league. You're going to make a lot of more jersey sales. You're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So right. I think adding those two expansion teams makes a lot of sense. Um Pretty much just a better league. Um, so, Jim Jim proposed realignment of the conferences. Um, <laughs> Are you sitting on um, it? It is a fellow. So, it would be an Eastern and Western conference. It would be uh, eight divisions. Um, what was that? Or, so con- yeah, it would, be, it would be eight divisions. Because there'd be 32 teams, right? Four in the East, four in the West. So would it be like the top team of each division makes it to a playoff? So let me, let me, get, let me get the whole thing out there, and, we'll, and then we'll get our, our thoughts on it. Because is it our... Actually, the MLB, you guys, the MLB's now three wild cards, right? Yeah, yeah they're game yeah. wild cards. Do you guys want to break it down by proposed conference or by proposed division? Just go... Just give the divisions within the conferences. Just okay, so we'll, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. <laughs> The East Division would be the Red Sox, Mets, Yankees, and Phillies. That's terrible. That's that would be the most toxic division in the history of baseball. That's just bad. We're not rivals with the Mets or the Phillies. Because I, <coughs> no, but I wouldn't it, mind it because these, it makes these sense are like a, cities that are closer to. Right, it makes so sense like from a geographical perspective. But, but, yeah, but it's also like saying, you would, would you take the Cowboys out of the NFC East? Even though the rivals with Philly, Washington, and the Giants, you wouldn't do That's that. That's a good point. You yeah, do but that. Miami is I don't, I don't like really Tampa. Think, I don't really see like the Red Sox 
You don't see the Red Sox as rivals with Toronto. Maybe Toronto, but I don't really see the Jays or Orioles as like a rivalry. Yeah, but that's classic. We play them. We play them eighteen times a year. Yeah, it's it's classic, but like the whole point really? of the whole point of this is like it's it's changing the whole concept of like how the league is built. You know what I mean? So like you have to that think, division also would spend kind of, so much money. Holy cow! I'd love to see the payrolls there. Yeah, exactly. Oh it would be. It would probably be one of the more exciting divisions in baseball. Yeah, it would. I don't hate it, but it just would be weird. Um, I 